a dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Telling a woman that she can't be an elder is a nonsense rule. If they claim to be in the body, we let them have it. Donald Trump is going to win in 2020 by an absolute landslide. Heretics Christianizing the American dream. I said that you, uh, that, that many LDS folks and I uh, love the same Jesus. Uh, I still believe that. Sawing is a blessing from God to make you rich. Beating Jesus like a lottery ticket. The Lord spoke to my heart. The very few times I've ever heard God be this articulate with me. And I'm telling you word for word, these words came into my heart. I'm not asking you this. I'm asking you to brush your hair. That's what God commanded. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, episode 45. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. So the False false Teacher of the Week uh, segment of this podcast, I'll learn how to talk sooner or later. Uh, Really good skill to have when you podcast. Uh, the, The False Teacher of the Week segment of this podcast came out of the old introduction video that I had on the Master's Dog, which was... Two and a half minutes of a montage of false teachers uh, set to a really cool song by Result, used by permission, thank you Result, that I don't use anymore. Um, And so somebody came to me, one of the ladies that I went to church with came to me and said, I don't know who all these people are. I thought some of them, the ones that I do know, I thought some of them were, were actually good teachers. Can you break it down into why these people are false teachers? So I started with Stephen Furtick, episode one with Stephen Furtick, because that was the guy she specifically asked about. And then I went systematically through the, the other 40 or so false teachers that were in that montage and just, you know, talked about how they are, how they qualify as a false teacher and what makes those people a false teacher and have continued on past that. That montage video is gone. You can find it in the old episodes of this podcast. Um, But now I've got a shorter one that gives me a little more versatility to add and take away uh, videos and people, different uh, teachers from the montage. So and we will continue on. And mostly I, I really want to continue on with your suggestions. So if you have a suggestion of who might be a false teacher, leave it in the comments and I will check them out. I have a growing list of false teachers that people have left me. So um, some are not false teachers. And so I will let you know if you have suggested a false teacher. Um, I'll probably respond in the, fo- in the comments that really doesn't fall into the false teacher category then I'll let you know. Um, I've had people suggest uh, Doug Wilson. I've had people suggest Johnny Mack. Um, both of these guys are are solid teachers. They're, they may have some scandal going on around them and stuff like that, but nothing that disqualifies them from the pastorate or uh, would, can, would make me consider them a false teacher. So um, just to let you know. But please give me those suggestions. I would love to have them. Any feedback you have, um, good or bad, I'm willing to take it and listen to it and consider it. Um, So yeah, so all that being said, we are at episode 45 this week and our false teacher of the week this week is pastor well i shouldn't say pastor because he's he's actually disqualified from the pastorate and i'll explain to you why but greg Locke is our false teacher of the week this week so um i like to 
see what you know Wikipedia has to say about these guys. I also like to see what they have to say about themselves. So I'll usually open up with their about them or something from their website. This is from Greg Locke's website, and the website is Pastor Locke, P-A-S-T-O-R-L-O-C-K-E dot com. So, um, you know, you can go check it out for yourself. Don't take my word for it, but this is what it says about him. Uh, Pastor Locke is the founder and lead pastor of Global Vision Bible Church. He is a revivalist with a firebrand social media following because of his boldness for truth. Pastor Locke is a highly sought out speaker and church co- for church conferences and political events. He spent the first decade of his post-seminary life as a full-time evangelist who has preached in 48 states and 16 nations. Pastor Locke preached his first sermon at 16 and has delivered more than 15,000 sermons since and counting. He has a bachelor's degree in biblical studies and a master's degree in revival history and recently released his new Amazon number one best-selling book, This Means War, We Will Not Surrender Through Silence. Uh, He and his wife, Taisha, have six children and together they work hand in hand in the ministry. The locks have a burden to reach those broken and rejected by the world and the church. So um, that's just what he says about himself there. And um, a couple of things to point out. You know, he talks about his firebrand social media following because of his boldness for truth. The majority of his uh, his social media posts and so on are rants about uh, Starbucks cups at Christmas time, um, transgenders, uh, homosexuals, and most recently false prophecies about Donald Trump. We're going to get to that at the end. That's what makes him a false teacher. That's what literally takes him out of the the realm of orthodoxy is the fact that he has made these uh, prophecies about Donald Trump and his presidency and has not even yet, I mean, we're six months into Joe Biden's term and he is, he has yet that, that I've seen. And if I'm wrong, please let me know has yet to repent of any of the false prophet prophecies that he made about Donald Trump winning and, and so on. And he's made a few of them. So as far as firebrand social media following because of a boldness for truth, I mean, he has a, he has a boldness for controversy. The reality is, is who cares about a Starbucks cup or Dunkin' Donuts or any of these things? I mean, I would actually, I mean, the, the big thing is, well, they, they stop putting uh, Christmas stuff on their cups. They don't say Merry Christmas, blah, 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 blah. I mean, a couple of years ago, they just did a red cup, which is fine. I would actually, because if the company isn't giving glory to Christ, why would we want them to blaspheme his name by using Christmas just as a, uh, um, as a, succumbing to political pressure. They would literally be blaspheming him at that point. So why would we want them to do that? It's really kind of ridiculous in that sense. Um, He also, uh, apparently, I think it was 2016, he divorced from his first wife. This is the picture here is his second wife. Um, And here, here is what disqualifies him as a pastor. So apparently the story goes, and from different articles and so on that I've read, he came out and told his church that his wife had left, um, that he had put her on a bus and sent her away apparently, 
But there were rumors of an inappropriate relationship between him and this woman who was an, I think, assistant secretary or an executive assistant at the church, um, a friend of his wife and so on. And it was not long after the divorce that they married. So the reality is, is when he divorced his wife, they should, he should have stepped down at that point. I mean, the, the qualifications of an elder basically state that if you cannot, if you're, if you can't, can, uh, I don't want to say control your home, but if you can't manage your home well, which if you're divorcing means you're not managing your home well, you should not be managing the church. I mean, this, this is part of the reason why when I stepped down was because there was just to be able to manage my home better, I stepped down as an elder of the church. And so he should have stepped down. And, and again, I wasn't in any disqualifying sin. I was just like, there is, I need to do better at home. So I need to step away from eldership at this point in time to do better at home. This man literally divorced his wife. There was disqualifying. Uh, and, and again, we don't know if he was actually in sin. It, it seems a little kind of eh, iffy. The, the just the time frame between divorce and remarriage to this woman given the and again that's speculation I'm still pretty sure he disqualified himself as a pastor which is why I will not refer to him in that sense but the reality and the big thing again we come back to the fact that he did multiple videos where he made the proclamation that God had told him this is where we get into false teaching. This is where we get into outside of orthodoxy is the fact that he stated putting himself in the office of a prophet that God had told him Donald Trump was going to win. Well, here we are six months into Joe Biden's term and Donald Trump didn't win, which means that is a false prophecy. Which means not only is he disqualified as a pastor, but he has put himself out there in a position that in the Old Testament, he would have been stoned for. He would have been killed for presuming to speak in the name of the Lord and then not being accurate. Because the Lord doesn't is not inaccurate. God is not inaccurate. When he spoke to his prophets, he was accurate in these things. You know, and when we see things like with Jonah, there were... There was, uh, you know, conditions. I want you to go to Nineveh and tell them to repent. If they do not repent, I'm going to destroy them. Well, Nineveh repented, so God did not destroy them. This is not that kind of situation. It was not a Donald Trump is going to win unless something happens. And then, you know, he proclaimed that Donald Trump was going to win. There's a whole line of, uh, and, and they will find themselves in this video unless sometime in the next few weeks, some of them come out and repent and say, like Chris Valentin did uh, from Bethel Church. He literally came out and said, well, I was wrong, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. And it wasn't really good repentance because he goes, well, I'm not really a false prophet. Yes, you are. If you are going to proclaim to speak in the name of the Lord on any of these things and then be inaccurate, you are a false prophet which means you are a false teacher, which means you are outside of orthodoxy. This man here is disqualified from the pastorate. He's a false teacher. He is a, 
He's a political shill is really what he is. Um, and that's just, you know, again, my observant opinion as I've watched him over the years continue to make these videos about things that are, are meaningless. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's one thing to, to call homosexuals to repentance, to call transgenders to repentance, um, but to just go on and rant about them. Um, and, and again, I mean, some, you can go find, follow, you can follow him on Twitter. You can follow him on Facebook, YouTube. He's all over the place. You can find these things, but so again, I mean, it's really the things that he does. Um, and I could do them. I mean, if I wanted to, I could really just, and I've considered it because again, when you do something like what I do to do podcasts and stuff like that, you want to gain a following. Why do I want to gain a following? Because I want to be able to point people toward God and the truth and the gospel and so on. But again, I do this because I would like to gain the following to present the, the truth to them. So how you get that following in social media is to be provocative. And that's what he did. He found that by doing videos about Starbucks cups, people were, were on board with him. I was like, who cares about a Starbucks cup? Where's the gospel? Where are you preaching the gospel? And again, I, I don't hit it in every single one of my videos, but I try. And that and again, I don't know why I'm trying to defend myself against him and, and so on. But the reality of what he does is he's a political shield. Like it says here, he's a... a, a have highly sought out speaker for church conferences and political events. You know, he, he became, uh, one of the, uh, the Trump cult leadership and, uh, one of the elders in the Trump cult, you might say, and culminated that with a false prophecy about Donald Trump's, uh, reelection that did not happen that he is yet to this day to repent of. And that is why he has found himself at number 45 on our list of false teachers. So again, I hope you guys found this helpful. I hope that he would come to a place where he would repent and put his faith in, in, in Christ. So I, I will, when I, when I put this out on Twitter, I will tag him. I will, I always tag the, the false teachers that when I, or at least I try, I shouldn't say always, I try to, some of those guys have blocked me. He may have blocked me. I don't know. Um, I've criticized him in the past, and that's generally what happens when you criticize a false teacher on Twitter or whatever, you get blocked. So if he has not blocked me, I will tag him when I share this on Twitter, and I hope that he sees it and either responds or comes to a place of repentance, because ultimately that's my goal. I don't just want to point out false teachers, and, and you know I want them to repent. I want Stephen Furtick, and I want... Kenneth Copeland and Benny Hinn and, and Todd White and Donald Trump and all these people that I've I've listed uh, over 45 episodes as false teachers. I want them to repent. I want them to hear the gospel that Jesus Christ died and paid the penalty for their sin so that if they will change the way they think, change the way they minister, change the way they teach, repent of that sin, turn to Christ in repentance and faith and trust the salvific work that he did on the cross, that he is faithful to forgive them of their sin. And that is my prayer for each and every one of these false teachers, from the atheists to the Hindus to the New Agers to the politicians and the Mormons and so on. I want them to repent and put their faith and trust in Christ. And that, and that is why I always end every episode by urging you to always preach the gospel at all times. Use words, 
because they're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria.